This is QuizBullCast, episode 48A, 2008, Rob Pilatus Trash Tournament, recording one. Damned by a dam, Wigville. After starring in the Del Close's Improv Olympics as part of the Annoyance Theater crew, his a comedy breakthrough came as an understudy for Steve Carell at Second City Chicago. From there, he went on to write for a short-lived Dana Carvey show, uh, uh, the short-lived Dana Carvey show. This one doesn't have plugged in. Warm? He obviously does. Yeah. 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 It's Steve Carell. Steve well, this is the one that stopped working yesterday and we had to replace. This is the Maryland one that was in 324. It's not the Maryland one. We don't have a judge. Okay, can we... Well, yeah. Don't this make those insinuations. This is the one that stopped working yesterday, though. Okay. Okay. Well, I would just say buzz. We'll deal yeah, with one of the other there. six buzzers that are at the store instead of using the broken one like we did yesterday. Yeah, well, we'll deal with that in between rounds. Right. Like yeah, whatever. Let me. Does it work at all? We have not successfully made it light up yet. Yeah. Again, we we can just say buzz. We we all are smart enough to figure it out. I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm gonna do another buzz. Let's carry on. We got one. What was the answer? Colbert. Colbert. Thought it was. Identify these assorted roles of Kelsey Grammer for ten points each. This Fox show lasted only one season. Starred Grammer as a news anchor named Chuck Darling. <laughs> back to you or something? Yeah, I was one of the Patricia Heaney. That is back to you. In 2006, Grammer appeared as the angel of death on this television show made slightly insufferable by the space out guests of Patricia Arquette. That just sucked. I have no idea this is. Cartoon? Comedian. Oh, Grammer no, also had a role in the 2008 movie Swingboat, in which he played the yeah. yeah. Probably one of the characters of the movie Swingboat. Ask her now. It's a big failing. Toss of two. UK Grocers ASDA featured a limited edition revival of their original Opal Fruits line, which was introduced stateside under a current name in 1976. Black Currant was an additional flavor created after the combination of their lemon and lime. Their line has increased to include the gusher-like choosers, commonly known as Gummiverse, as well as the pop bottle flight fashion of Soda Slammers. Their best-known side product is the Juicer Jelly Bean. A marketing tie-in with Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, found the key with banana and tropical punch flavors of them replaced by Royal Berry Bunch. Assortments of them today include strawberry mix, sour, limited edition of record. Uh, it's D3. Stall, uh, stall Yes. If I can say that right. Uh, first names only required. Given the season and some clues, identify the winning Amazing Race Team. These best friends from a law firm were the first pair to win the Amazing Race. No answer. Rob Do we know anything about no. that? Uh, we know like Rob and Boston Rob and whatever from Survivor, I think, won once. But hopefully that comes up. Prior to uh, starting Amazing Race 12, they have been dating for less than a year. They took a noted casual approach to the race. So, I don't know. This <laughs> this could be Boston Rob and Amber, I think is her name. Boston Rob and Amber. No, that's TK and Rachel. Uh-oh. Season 4, one of the members of this admittedly homosexual team dated last past. They broke up in 2006. <laughs> I heard about this. My... my Teammates and Paul started talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Zero on the bonus. <laughs> chip and right He's like, I hope yes. the bags lose. I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you, amazing <laughs> race. Next toss up. I did, yeah. Mike. I did. Okay, next toss up. Space concerns led to this game's developer uh, switching platforms to Nintendo from Nintendo, where it was slotted to the SNES, to Sony's disk based systems. The main character of this game was first introduced while working with a group called Avalanche. And Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Yep. We're all thinking. Good job, team. It wasn't on that SNES. That is factually incorrect. Yeah, it is. No, it was switched off of you. Yeah, cool. but it says, yeah, but it was an N64 game. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Blame Colin. <laughs> okay, how about that? Answer these questions about nominees for the 42nd Country Music Awards. This king of country music holds nomination for Entertainer of the Year and Male Vocalist of the Year. His song, I Saw God Today, with, al- with his album, Ecuador, also received nomination. Garth Brooks. No. <laughs> king of country music. No. Garth Brooks. That's George Strait. George Strait is up for musical event of the year, collaboration with this man on the song Shift Work. That song appears in his nominated album, Just Who I Am, Poets and Pirates. Poets and this girlfriend has nominations for New Artist of the Year and a Vocal Group of the Year. Their songs, Love Don't Live Here and Looking for a Good Time, probably also deserve a nomination. This is probably a new guru. We want to get those first two parts. <laughs> That's Lady Antebellum. Welcome to the Zero Game. Lady Antebellum. Come on, George Strait, people. Toss up for. Uh, James Mercer sings backup on three songs on this album known for the return of Jeremiah Green. Lyrics on this album feature repetitive lines like Someday You Will Die and Somehow Something's Going to Steal Your Carbon. And uh, One Wing Wasn't Enough. It Wasn't Even Enough. It Wasn't Even Enough to Leave. On songs like Parting of the Sensory and Fly Trapped in a Jar. In addition to containing a song that talks about how a car was on blocks but already where I want, and the titular structure being melted, but we still have the radio. This album marks the first release by the band since the addition of former Smith's guitar. Oh, fuck. We were dead before the ship even sank. Yeah, that's what it exactly was. I have no idea. That's Mod's Mouse. Um, I recognize all those lyrics. I had that album, but I only listened to it like once for some reason. Yeah. That's my family. Yeah. It's an inauspicious beginning. Yeah. Play Six Degrees of... Uh, play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon by naming the suggested films for ten points. These are always obnoxiously hard. Connect Kevin Bacon to Kevin Costner by naming this 1991 film about the plot to assassinate the U.S. president. This is, this is JFK. Are they yes. both in that movie? They were both in the movie. It's the plot to assassinate <laughs> JFK. Yes. Connect Kevin Costner to Dane Cook by naming this 2007 thriller about a man who is sometimes Mr. controlled Brooks, by his murderous yeah, alternative. Yeah, this is just called Mr. Brooks. Yeah, Mr. Brooks. Yes. Connect Dane Cook to Bernie Mac by naming this 2004 film about an egotistical Milwaukee brewer. What's this? Mr. Mr. 3000. Mr. 3000. 30. Oh, yeah. Toss up five. Moss Steger works the graveyard shift, graveyard shift on this show, a result of two suicide attempts by one of its main characters. In season one, one character left to work in Los Angeles only to return the various names. Episode after getting fired for uttering that the not that obscene booger will in season two, the office pay, highest paid employee is photographed in the nude. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati? Yes. Kudos because I didn't see your jingle. Uh, name these items from Pokemon video games for each. Right. This item levels up a Pokemon once. Rare candy. There's a rare candy. This item will allow a Nidorina, Nidorino, Clefairy, or Jigglypuff to It's a Moonstone. Yes, this item has no apparent use, although that doesn't stop sore owners from buying coffee. Nugget. Uh, yeah. Nugget. Nugget. The only Pokemon <laughs> game I've played is Pokemon Red. Uh, so I've played them all. At least the main <laughs> ones. I've played the main three. And Pokemon Pinball, I guess. Uh, Toss up six. 
A test screen of, of this film, which saw a snippet of arpeggi debuted in studio form, featured a rare Radiohead-only track. Uh, one of the soundtrack, one of the main characters in this film, delivers a speech at the Brown Bear Lodge, whereas in the novel it was delivered at the Lions Club. Additional edits include one character's hatred of Coca-Cola trucks and the deletion of the Cephscope. Well, its most prominent edit was the folding in of Jerry Fabin into a character portrayed by Rory Cochran. Uh, the second... In a scanner darkly? Yes. Wasn't the movie just called A Scanner Darkly, though? Did I say In a Scanner Darkly? Yeah. But it's wrong, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a book called In a Scanner Darkly? Unless you said in the, in this, this was in. I mean, I didn't do it at all. Was it... Going between, is, is, I, I, I don't know. Is, 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 is the book uh, I mean, in a standard movie? I mean, it ends with an adaptation does, of a novel. But does the is the book title? I, I don't know. Actually, it's, it's not. I mean, okay, I mean, so I mean, that's I mean, wrong. I mean, wrong. Yeah, I think okay. it's the same title for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I said it wrong. I guess you read us a. That's what he said. Did you say no? He said in a standard Yeah, you should you should read us a tiebreaker toss up. I guess you get the next five there. Is that how it works? By the time I figured out, they were. I know two Rory Cocker movies. You do that now. He's been confused. I should probably do that now. Yeah, probably. They're actually on extra toss. Yes. You should just skip it then. And if we're like, if we lose by less than forty-five or whatever, then you can you can ask Colin about it. Otherwise, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Toss of seven. Uh, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, Tony the Tiger, and the Rice Krispie guys all attended his rehab center for fictional characters. Despite her simply staring at him, he declares that the perfect woman is Helen Keller. He calls George W. Bush a president who America can't in the 3.14 apple pie. A bag of chips divided by five is a Nike worker's meal, according to his new map. To make matters worse, his whole family thinks he's gay. For ten points, identify this teen comedian who gained fame through his YouTube music. Three. Uh, Dimitri Martin. It's uh, videos. Huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. Nice. Sounds exactly like the AHL. Worcester Sharks. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a hockey team. It's probably not the EHSL. It's an affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Well, you were busy yeah, no. getting 100% on expert. Did you stop to notice who contributed bonus songs to Guitar Hero 3? Identify the band for 10 points each. Name for a South African soccer team. They are the biggest hit movie to the bonus list. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Yes. Noted for the series' most impossible song, uh, Through the Fire and Flame. Dragon Force. Doesn't get Andrew Cruz now. This German punk band contributed the Here Comes Alex. Die Totten Hose. You sure to know this? No, it's not Wiseau. That's a, that's a great German punk band. That's disappointing. Alright. Maybe later. Probably not, though. Plus of nine. She weighed a hefty 255 pounds while attending Lincoln High School, and her father used her wedding fund to buy a beach house. She once broke her brother's nose in a game of touch football. Post, 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 post. It's like Monica from Friends. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, exactly she was that perfect back in high school. Uh, name these former Nickelodeon game shows. For okay, on top of this. 
perhaps responsible for coining the term physical challenge. This show was actually hosted by Mark Summers. So, like, Family Double Dare was hosted by him. Double Dare kind Super of was. Super Sloppy Double Dare was also <laughs> him. Double Dare. Yes. Uh, Summer Sanders hosted this game for reminiscent of What's My Line and featuring the current host, uh, Amanda Beans. Yeah, yeah, let's just figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this show featured six boy-girl teams attempting to retrieve an artifact Legend of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Great show. Disappointed by the lack of global guts. <laughs> I think like, guts is now being aired like new episodes again. I feel yeah. like I saw something on Noggin. Also, 10. It was a loose adaptation of 1944 Broadway production with music written by Leonard Bernstein and Roger Edens. Well, the main, char- main male characters first began their shore leave, they break out into New York, New York. Though not the version for which. On the town. Yes. Hello. Leonard Bernstein opera about sailors. Or musical about sailors. Uh, despite featuring an aging Scotsman known for roles in Bond films and a prep school uh, basketball player, the only act <sighs> that happened in this film was the fictional right. character's novels, Avalon yes, Landing. Indeed. I don't know what the second part is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, this apprentice of Forrester has a name. It sounds kind of like a kind of marmalade. Sounds like a kind of I don't know any kinds of marmalade, so if you think you know the answer. name was Jamal. That's probably the answer then. Jamal. Yes. Forrester writes this book before dying of cancer. Really? Before it is being written by Wallace. Jamal Wallace. It's clearly you're the man now. I don't know this. Just punch the keys for God's sake. <laughs> That's sunset. All right. No, no one got that part. Anywhere in the world. Score check. Uh, yeah, 65. That's what I got. Oh, yes, I don't see that. We have 10, then 50, then 45, then 85, then 125, then 155. Let's see. So, Lord Brocktree is the only work in the way. Uh, we're on a toss-up. Yeah, yeah. toss yes. okay. Lord Brocktree is the only work in the series that does not mention the Red Wall. Yes. What is it right there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about like the what is it about? Mice, Badgers isn't it? and mice. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rodents. Okay. It does. I guess. <laughs> Uh, name these holders of less than desirable MLB records for 10 points each. Right. He holds a record for most strikeouts with 2,597. But he is about, probably better known for clutch hitting in the playoffs as a New York Yankees. Trish Jackson. This man hit into 350 double plays in his career. He was probably sick of playing for the same team for 20 years, often without a break. Oh. Cal Ripken? Mm, he didn't have double plays, did he? Often without a break? What does that mean? I don't know. Cal Ripken Jr. Hey, Cal. Sorry. Um, it's awful. What does that mean? <laughs> he's always been out of range. That's why he's got Ripken. This Riz kid and Hall of Famer gave up 505 home runs in his career. This kid was that referred to? It's like the nickname of some team. I don't know. Guy who gave up, pitchers who gave up a lot of home runs. Cy Young. Probably right. good anyway. Is he called Wiz Kid? Let's try it. Cy Young. That's Robin Evan Roberts. Oh, Robin. Okay. Yeah, Cy Young likes pitchers. All right, well, so we're fucking up baseball questions. That's path to victory. Yep.
2012, those who would consider themselves professionals at this utilized a brainstorming process called group planning. Though, the sequ though sequence breaking is not a necessity to perform this, it can reduce a playthrough of mist to just over three minutes. A process known as tool assistive. Like a speed run? Yes. That was a bad toss up. Tool assist is something huh? you do in, in a time in video <laughs> games. What could it be? You running? Yes. No Should have been on a toss up on Asshole Mario. That would a lot better. The titular superhero frequently reminded viewers that the power is yours. Captain's Captain Planet. Yes. We have to name all five. Of them. All his conversion down to zero. Captain Planet use magic rings bestowed on them by this or the spirit. Gaia. Gaia. The evil Doctor Blight created this counterpart to Captain Planet after stealing and creating duplicates of the magic rings. Is this Duke Nukem? I don't think so. No, it's, it's, uh, in, it's a character. Yeah, yeah but I don't, I don't think it's him. We don't have any. Duke Nukem. That's Captain Pollution. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't using our heads there. <laughs> Strike Rev 6 gun shares this name with a prominent business monthly uh, in the South Africa. A South Africa, a roller coaster at Cedar Point featuring 100 foot drop shares this name with a Texas congressman who coined the term gobbledygook, as well as a subway station on the easternmost edge of the Blue Line in Boston. A television show. Blue Line. Oh, that's the East End of the Blue Line in Boston. <laughs> and it's a TV show. What's happening? Uh, that's a bad clue. The television show from the 50s and 60s starring James Garner and Jack Kelly as Brett and Bart has this name, though that series is better known today from a 1994 film adaptation uh, starring Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster. For 10 points, what is the name, this name for Motherless Cat, which Sarah Palin and John McCain credit themselves as being the original ones? Maverick. Yes. Oh, is that a station? Well, the last clue threw me off. Yeah. There's a Maverick station. I, they wanted, like, I Maverick think there might be, but <laughs> Wonderland is the East End <laughs> of the Blue Line. Well, it's Wonderland to Maverick. It's kind of odd. It says a subway station on the Eastern West Edge. Well, yeah, but last one. That's a terrible fucking. Plus, like, if it's on the edge of it. It's also not correct. Whatever. Whatever. Let's just go on. Let's go on. We need to sort of done quick. I was another bad <laughs> yeah, Did you really expect him to go and look at blue line maps? Yes, if you're going to use a clue. I mean, it takes like one second to pull up the map. <laughs> anyway, for while, we'll back go. in the game. Uh, so they get a bonus. Name these things that help adherence to Matt Weaver's third law of impress the ladies, a personal hygiene product. Okay. The new standard in facial hair removal of its Gillette Fusion has one more blade than this razor from Schick, which comes in titanium, midnight, and titanium from a variety. That sounds good. The Quattro? Yes. Uh, Emerald Gassi is the spokesman for the whitening expressions of this popular gamble brand of toothpaste. In other countries, it is known as Blendamed. <laughs> The transplants diamonds and guns appears in every single commercial for this brand of shampoo, a division of L'Oreal. It's most rec recognizable for its use of fruit concentrate. This is like essence. <laughs> yeah, it's like herbal essences. <laughs> what? Oh. 
Fruiteen. Garnier. Garnier is in Herbal Essences, though. That's like yeah, Clairol or something. Yeah, okay. Things I should not know. That was like the pre brand. All I know is the chicks have a one Sorry, we couldn't clear Herbal Essences commercials, yes. I need to find a that's a fruit. Anything interesting? No. Oh, that that would have been clever. Oh, uh, was he, he, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, he was uh, signed by his current team in 1997 and made his debut against Milwaukee Brewers in Game 2 of a doubleheader in August 2001. He has represented his team at the All-Star Game every other year since 2004. Despite being a switch hitter, this man won a Silver Slugger Award in 2006, in addition to having the most wins in the National League that year. He recently garnered media attention for his performance in a game on September 14, 2008. Nicknamed El Toro and Big Z, I-4? Uh, uh, yeah. Nobody knew who he was before September 14th. Nope. They use past and present WNBA players to take the time. Currently playing center for the New York Liberty, she was drafted first overall in 2005, replacing former teammate and golden golfer Lindsey Whalen as the highest draft of WNBA players. In addition to having four Olympic gold medals, this current member of the Los Angeles Sparks performed the team's first dunk in 2002. She scored her 5,000 career points. Lisa Leslie. Yes, we're doing it. Uh, <laughs> this current manager of the Los Angeles Sparks was the first player to ever score in the WNBA. First player to ever score. So early player. Cheryl Swoops. Yeah. <laughs> Cynthia Cooper, which one? That's no Swoops. Swoops. Cheryl Swoops. Penny Toller. Oh, yeah, I wasn't getting that. 20. 20. 30. I'm going to beef up on my WNBA. Their first release, limited to 1,000 copies, borrowed several ideas from role-playing game Werewolf the Apocalypse. That release featured the hidden track Dogfish Rising, along with the songs Tattered and Tom, Some Feel, and Killers Are Quiet. It was titled Mate, Fill, Feed, Kill, Repeat. And one of the members of this band goes by the number 133. Their self-titled album was released in 1999 and was followed by one name for their home state in 2000. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, Slipknot? Yes. <laughs> Metal, awesome. Again. I, I was thought I was <laughs> I feel like I'm at the BC College Bowl Jam. He slipped out Bonanza. The release of 15 minutes of its score caused by Johnny Greenwood to. The release of 15 minutes of its score caused Johnny Greenwood to get shafted out of the Oscar after his work in this film. Uh, name this movie based on Upton Sinclair's novel Oil, which ends with a beatdown in a bowling lane. Did he pull the blood? This character murders Henry Brand, and then reluctantly gets yeah. baptized before being on the beating end of the milkshake scene. I didn't even recognize it. So. Daniel Plainview. Uh, this man who baptized Plainview was beaten to death by Plainview with a bowling pin following the milkshake scene. This man. That's my character, I think. Daniel Day-Lewin. Daniel Day-Lewin. Where are all the comedy toss-ups he said he was going to write? Here's those, I hear there's also like nine, four minutes in this one. What's it say? 
2016. Experience most prominent holding is this company, the main sponsor of David Gilliland's uh, uh, number 38 Ford Fusion in this year's NASCAR Sprint Car Series. Noted, featuring, uh, noted for featuring cheap guitars like the Stratacoustic and the Beja Telecaster and the Jingles, it has been the subject of two major lawsuits, including a 2005 case brought on by the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, free. How about like freecreditreport.com? Yes. Ah. Let's see what's going on there. Music. Yep. Oh, good thinking. One description of the titular method of transportation, in layman's terms, speedy thing goes in, speedy thing comes out. For 10 points each, what? identify the video game about 5,000. Oh, Portal, okay. Yes. Uh, this main test subject of Portal is promised cake and grief counseling. She has a name? There's like a number. Uh, like <coughs> seven fields, maybe her name? No. Uh, your answer, please. Eleven. Chell. Chell, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, right. Voiced by L. McLean, this guide and antagonist of Chell is really Gladys. Gladys. Yes. Chell. We expect to be enough of a fan. That's definitely not. He met Ronald Charity in 1950 and would keep him as his coach until Charity introduced him to Dr. Walter Johnson in 1953. Upon his death in 1993, his body was displayed for public mourning at the governor's mansion in Virginia. The first to do so. Arthur. Yes. Who? That's why died from philanthropist. I drive by a statue of him quite often. Identify these James Bond films for ten points each. In this film, Bond played by Roger Bond played by Roger Moore pursues the Rolex agitator. The title character challenges Bond to a duel at the end of the film, flees the duel, and then is shot by Bond in the funhouse. So the title character... Um, Man of the Golden Gun. Of the Golden Gun. Yeah, like that's that. in a funhouse. Man of the Golden Gun. Yep. Sean Connery plays Bond in this film, saving Miami in the process. It was later remade as Never Say Never Again. Is Thunderball or is Moonraker? No, it's Thunderball. I think Thunderball. Thunderball. Daniel Craig will once again star as James Bond. Monsters. on television happened on Last Call with Carson Daly while an episode of Attack of the Show featured the first one of these to be closed captioned. NPR's series, The Bryant Park Project, performed one of these in April 2008 while the Michigan marching band pulled one of these during a game. D3? It's going to be like rickrolling. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Dr. Barnes pulled a pretty decent one in the ace threat and then it went like down. Yeah, that was you unexpected. Can't, you can't pull that. It was shockingly like. I think well, my ICT one was better. <laughs> Eddie Albert was Oliver Wendell Douglas, and Eva Gabor was his uh, wife, Lisa. Uh, for 10 points each, identify this television series that discussed the life of the United States. Oh, do I know this? Yeah, it's Green Acres. Lisa Douglas is of this nationality and frequent source of humor on the show. Like, the actress was Hungarian, was the character Hungarian? I like German. All right. German? Hungarian. Really? Green Acres was known for its surreal elements, like this pig, a recurring character of Arnold. Who, who enjoys all that ah, Pulp Fiction. Arnold? Yes. Yeah, make fun of Hungarian. It's blazing new ground. Take that, Hungarian. <laughs> uh, 2019. He co authored his autobiography with ESPN analyst Rick Boucher. Uh, Butcher, uh, a tale that described his namesake team of advisors that include the University of Chicago's economics professor, John Krasinga, and uh, who settled his contract in the U.S. His first game, uh, in his first game in the NBA, 
He scored at only one point and had one rebound, prompting Charles Barkley to bet he would not score 19 points in the league. Anyone? Yeah, man. He had to kiss an ass. Name the NFL team based on clues related to the 2008 draft for 10 points each. This team had the first pick of the draft with a big player Michigan offensive tackle Jay Long. This is Miami. Yeah, this sucks. Miami. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this team uh, that had the third overall pick was the first to draft a quarterback this year. Boston College's Matt Ryan. The Falcons. Falcons. This team drafted East Carolina running back Chris Johnson in the first round. Yeah. Defensive tackle Jason Jones. Titans. Pork. Toss up the last. It was created in 1974 by Michael Ambrosino, who found inspiration from the British television series Horizon. Since then, the show has won six Peabody Awards and more than 20 Emmys. One of the Emmy-winning episodes was 2001's Bioterror, though it is an episode that won both a Peabody and an Emmy that is the series' most recognizable. That episode was used of revolutionary microphotographic techniques to examine the human reproductive process and was entitled The Miracle of Life. For 10 points, name this WGBH science documentary series put on television by PBS. Nova? Yes. Nova. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to buzz earlier. It was clearly Nova. Uh, I these songs of the 90s, giving some lyrics. Weak language is used to proposition this song's muse, though Chris Barron does tell her to go ahead now when asked if she wants to talk for hours by your flowers and call me. Two princes. This brand new dance for 1991 involves working uh, at Derriere. It's not that hard. It was the only hit for the 69 boys off 1994's 199 quad. This one well. It doesn't sound like something I never listened to. No, it wasn't the 199 quad. <laughs> Tell us, please. Tell us, please. Tootsie roll. Uh, after telling listeners to wreck it, listeners on the floor to shake that derriere, it is only notable, it is the only notable song by Tag Team. Sure. Oh, this That's not true. That's the, they have a lot of notable songs. Sorry, we're killing you. <laughs> this one you should know, probably. Yeah, this probably. one is Whoop. They have, there there is. Oh, yeah. they have Adam's Family Whoop. They have Whoop, CeeLo S. They have way more than one notable song. <laughs> <laughs> they released the Greatest Hits album where every single song is <laughs> 